Gimoget. Ooh, that was very French of you. Thank you. So, so I'm sitting here. I, I'm very, uh, very holiday oriented. Ooh, got some uh, apple cider in a Santa mug. You know, have you ever seen the the hot chocolate mugs where they have a lid and then a little slot for a spoon so that you can kind of stir without spilling? I don't think I have seen one of these. Okay, they well they're magical. awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a hand hand signals from Erin for something that she needs. Okay. I was I was guarding the scissors where I was, mm. but it's okay. The scissors have been retrieved. I'm and, also uh, guarding my scissors. No one's asking for them right now, but I'm guarding them just in case. Sounds good. Yeah, you don't want anybody getting those. Yeah, <laughs> gotta gotta protect the scissors, buddy. But yeah, so uh, these mugs, they're excellent. I got this for Aaron, but she doesn't use it very often, so I use it when I'm here. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm recording. Uh, <laughs> I really hope Qu- the recording quiet. picks that up enough for you to leave it in. Quiet in the studio, please. <laughs> it, it is. Don't worry, Grant. <laughs> yeah, this is two weeks in a row that Aaron's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, they're they're wonderful. They have so it's a it's a lid. In this case, it's kind of a domed Santa hat of sorts. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's just a hole in the middle that you can put a spoon that comes with the mug in it, so that you can stir it. But in this time, it was used mm-hmm. for apple cider because I was just using a an apple cider mix. So mm-hmm. using a yeah, just like a dried thing, and then an electric kettle to heat up water. But I'm doing yeah. that. Yesterday, Aaron and I put up. Uh, many more Christmas lights in her apartment. So I have flashing lights all around me of various amounts and colors and stuff. So it's very it's very festive in here. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. I also decorated my place of residence for mm-hmm. Christmassy stuff. So it feels not in this room. This room is normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other rooms are decorated. Well, we have we have all but one room to decorate, so uh, everything got thrown uh, in. <laughs> yeah, and there's still more to be done. We're getting a a quote unquote Christmas tree that will hang on the wall, mm. and I've been slowly making paper snowflakes, and we'll probably make more after we're done recording tonight. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, and I think there are even more lights that are supposed to be coming tomorrow that can be hung up on the curtains. Fun. So it's a yeah, it's a it's a festive time. Yeah. You you want to know what my favorite part of my decorations are? What? It's my pitiful light decorations on the outside of my house. I was going to ask if you were doing that now that you kind of have a not an obligation, but at least the opportunity to do something. <laughs> yeah, so like my the neighbors on one side of me like they go pretty hardcore. They got like a pretty heavy duty Christmas light set up. It is intense, as the kids say. Um, I think and, I think regular people say that too. <laughs> well, I never said as only the kids say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, so I, with all of my vast holdings of christmas decorations i have two strings of christmas lights that have been outside before i don't really want to 
like have my other Christmas lights outside and like I just didn't want to be outside to put them up. So <laughs> I wrapped the front railing of my front porch in two strings of Christmas lights and that's my decorations. <laughs> I have to say it's great. I I would have expected more of a sort of uh holiday movie level of effort from you. Like you're out there every evening with scrap pieces of wood to build structures to contain lights and stuff, but yeah. I understand that that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. I certainly could do that. It's just like the financial and like the financial implications and the year lo- year round storage responsibility of all of these types of things. That's totally fair. And yeah, I haven't accumulated that many Christmas lights at this point in my life so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, I refuse to purchase christmas lights at a time that isn't immediately after christmas yeah that's fair yeah i I, despite not being someone who would decorate on their own like last year in my apartment there was i don't think that there was any evidence that uh the month of december was any different than any other month of the year in my apartment Mm -hmm. but i do appreciate when i'm in a place that has it you know Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's very nice. I'm glad that we have some stuff. It's fun. Neato. Yeah. Do you like apple cider? Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I like it because hot chocolate can just be like a little much. Like, you have to prepare for hot chocolate, I think. What do you mean by that? Uh, Like, hot chocolate is more like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak of this in terms of desserts because both of these are, in my mind, almost like not dessert drinks necessarily. Like you can have apple cider just like with something if you want to, right? Mm-hmm. But I typically have them like they're like evening drinks for me. Mm. So I would say, yeah, that's right. <laughs> in all my, uh, in my ivory tower. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But hot chocolate is more like having a slice of cake for me. Like, like, there's more, hmm. there's more baggage with it. Like, I have to have prepared my day, like the meals that I've had, to allow for a nice big cup of hot chocolate. Huh? Because I'm doing milk. You know, we I use a lot of powder. Often I want whipped cream with it, or marshmallows, or candy. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Versus, especially this apple cider because it's powdered. It's like, it's it's more water. It, it's like it's very tasty f- flavored water with some sugar in it. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's also the association, like the mental association of, oh, it's 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 rebranded apple juice versus <laughs> hot chocolate is a hot dessert because <laughs> it's chocolate. I don't know. Okay. Never thought of hot chocolate in that way. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just always like, like I, I love a hot chocolate, but especially homemade hot chocolate that that's really where i'm coming from i'll go to a starbucks or something and get a hot chocolate at any point mm-hmm. but that's partially because their hot chocolate is garbage and there's no flavor to it so it doesn't <clears> really matter but when i'm making it home i can use as much out. i can use as much chocolate as i want to make it exactly the way that i want it but exactly the way that i want it is definitely not a casual drink ah you know it's an event yeah so yeah. apple cider is the equivalent of oh i'm gonna grab a cookie out of the cookie jar as I walk by. And hot chocolate is just a bit more involved. Mm-hmm. 
That's my feeling on Hot it. Hot chocolate's like, I'm trying to black out on dessert. Uh, well, not quite that much, <laughs> but it's it's definitely more in that direction. Okay. It's definitely more in the direction of, like, like if you have a cookie in the holiday season, if you're getting a cookie, it's just a part of the day. Okay. It's like, yeah, there's I'll cookies. i your premise. So I will... <laughs> Okay, so in my family, there's cookies around, right? You make a bunch of cookies. So there's just cookies around all the time. And you uh-huh. just have one, and no one's going to care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just grab a cookie. And it's like, it's not an event. You're not having, like, a cookie for dessert. Like, you could have cookies for dessert as a separate thing. You could call it that. But also throughout the day, you could just, like, have a cookie, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what apple cider feels like. Like, it's not going to affect my day. I'll just kind of grab one here or there, and it's fine. But if I had, like, a hot chocolate... Uh, every t- if I replaced every uh, apple cider with hot chocolate, that would be like replacing every cookie that I would eat just kind of casually. You know, this like small cookie with a slice okay. of cake, and that's going to yeah. make me feeling very sleepy, very sugar buzzed. It's not going to be good for my entire day. So I have to prepare for it. I have to be careful. I have to be an adult yeah. about this. Okay. See, I I followed you until you got to the like, it's not going to be good for my entire day part, and I'm like. I feel like I'm the opposite of that. Like, yo, if I'm eating, like, just, like, stopping by and getting slices of cake all day, like, I'm about to feel great. But, like, the next day is about okay, to be, well, like... For whatever for whatever timeline your body is on, this is how it works for me. Okay. <laughs> now, hot chocolate is very much a, like... I, I guess it goes with the... What I always feel is like an old timey thing of giving a kid like warm milk. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely nothing that I ever had. But hot chocolate, it's warm milk with stuff to make it taste good, and that and that just makes me very sleepy. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a wind down. I'm gonna be on this chair in this comfy chair for the rest of the night type of drink. Versus mm-hmm. apple cider, I can uh, um, podcast while having it and lose no mental acuity, as best I can tell. <laughs> Mm-hmm. See that that's where it gets you. Yeah. The, really as best is. you can tell. Well. I'll listen back in a more sober state and we'll find out how I think. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say apple cider's the pregame and hot chocolate's <laughs> the like the what, last drink before you go to bed. Yeah, basically. Uh I mean right after this I'm making some cookies, so <laughs> Oh, like actual cookies or like more apple cider? Oh, actual cookies. We have a okay. bunch of dough. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, we, uh, cookies now. We did like a grocery pickup this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, we, we got our order and I was silly and didn't double check everything. And we got back and we were putting everything <sighs> away. And then finally I realized, Wow. There's like we ordered cookie dough and the cookie dough is not here. And there was also one other frozen item that we didn't get either. Mm-hmm. And we were able to call them back and determine that, yep, they had literally just forgotten to grab this bag or missed it or whatever. Cause they kind of, I think they do a thing where they have a sort of warehouse system where they'll do the shopping early on and then just throw refrigerated things in a refrigerator in the back and stuff. Mm-hmm. Versus, I think some grocery stores don't shop quite as far ahead and will often do it almost at uh, time of. Yeah. Like, just in time to get it to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But 
uh, this Safeway was doing it ahead of time, and so they just missed this thing. And we eventually got our cookie dough, but the, it wasn't the cookie dough that we thought we ordered, which was standard-sized Toll House dough, like pre Oh, I like where this is going. I like where this is going. Well, it's not that exciting. Instead, we got mini dough. Oh, so n- So it's mini cookies, uh, which is actually kind of nice. It, it works for our baking situation, which, as I've said multiple times, I'm sure, is a convection yeah. oven that is yeah. the size of a microwave. And so before we could really only make four regular cookies at a time. Now we can now we're up to six miniature cookies. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Like it feel like it doesn't feel like that much of a difference, even though they're mini. It feels it's like not- no, now I'm having like we're each getting like three cookies each batch. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So that's like hundred and fifty percent. I know, it really is. So and I'm I was thinking you were taking that story to not we got mini cookies to like Oh, and we accidentally bought like a family-sized tub or like an industrial-sized like five-gallon pail of cookie dough, and so we're gonna be up on like cooking cookies. Well, luckily it wouldn't. That would have been legendary. This was the the shopper picking out the wrong thing, or they just didn't have the standard one, and they just picked this as a substitute and forgot to tell us that they had substituted anything. Mm -hmm. And then actually another funny thing that happened on this trip. Uh, Aaron wanted peppermint coffee creamer mm-hmm. to like mix into drinks mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't have any. So they, um, we, there's like a, <laughs> in the Safeway ordering system, unlike some other, like if you're doing like a third party Instacart type thing where they'll often kind of text you while they're shopping at Safeway, you can kind of, you set up rules about what they're allowed to substitute or not, but the default is just like, the default is something like same brand, different size, or something like that. Hmm. So how this got interpreted was, they had no peppermint coffee creamer, so instead we got a very large pumpkin spice coffee creamer. <laughs> oh god. And so, I, not understanding the goal here i was confused i went off on my own and ordered some peppermint syrup off of amazon which was not the wrong thing peppermint syrup can still be used in the ways that aaron wants uh-huh uh but i ordered some on, on amazon and didn't really pay attention to how much i was getting so now we have um, oh, no. now we have 100 ounces of peppermint syrup <laughs> Ooh, this is, I assume this is like the concentrated peppermint syrup stuff. Yeah, like the kind where like you're literally using an ounce of it for a drink. Yeah. (laughs) So we have four four 25-ounce bottles of it. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) So when when we make hot chocolate, we'll have to use it like every single time. start using it as mouthwash yeah really <laughs> that's right really uh spice up your morning routine <laughs> christmas presents to the family you guys we got you some peppermint hey, syrup go. yeah 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 ship it ship it out i know that yeah. you all were wanting this mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we're just thinking about getting you guys in the festive spirit and we thought this might be a special treat that would maybe brighten up your day sometimes <laughs> that's right like we were looking out for everyone when we did this <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, a very fun, fun weekend. Lots of variety. Nice. We had, yeah. So. Sounds great. Yeah, it was. And now Aaron is embarking on trying to knit me a stocking. 
Ooh. Because I that do not have one. Challenging. Here. Yes, it is. Just take off your sock and use attack. Stick well, it considering wall. how much stuff we're likely to put into our stockings, that would probably work. But <laughs> it's yeah. not. It's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're gonna give it a shot. Uh, see how it goes. Aaron's pretty confident in in her ability to do everything above the heel. But the heel is where it gets tough. Where like you have to go yeah. from something that's the equivalent to like a scarf or just like a sleeve to something mm-hmm. that now turns with a different color and all in a different pattern and everything. And you have to kind of stitch everything together. Yeah. Um, that's my understanding. That's what she said. I've never knitted anything. So I'm just kind of trusting you, it. You should. It's like, yeah, I don't know what you do. I don't know how to do any complicated knitting things. I know how to knit flat or tubular things. <laughs> I mean, that's more than I know how to do. I can, uh, I can make a tie blanket very well. I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to count nice. that as knitting, <laughs> well, taking not, two pieces okay. of fabric and putting them into something new. <laughs> that That's not knitting, but okay. Actually, quick question about stockings. Uh-huh. Where do people hang stockings when you don't have a fireplace? I had that dilemma today because I found my stocking and I was like, oh, sick, my stocking. And then I walked over to like where I have all my other Christmas stuff to go put it up. And I was like, wait. What do I do with this? Well, Aaron's is currently hanging on the hook that is hold a command hook that is holding a curtain rod that she installed herself. Mm-hmm. So it's a dangling, hmm. you know, a good nine feet in the air. Eight, mm-hmm. well, eight, yeah, probably nine feet uh, is where the hook is. So I got yeah. it up there with, on a chair, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll do that because I got a curtain rod right behind my tree, so that might be yeah. perfect. Exactly. You just you just you just find a place that that, that there's a hook. You know, we got it. Yeah. We got to get uh, inventive in these modern days where we don't have uh, such rustic things as fireplaces to dry our socks on. So we got junk drawer by Ellis Rosen this week. We got uh, we got two people on a couch. One is just kind of sitting there. Looking over towards the other one, who is engulfed in a mountain of blankets and throws. And you can only see their head peeking out. And they're looking towards the other person, saying, Goodbye, Claire. The blankets have accepted me as one of their own. <laughs> I don't know why, but that feels like some like sort of Game of Thrones thing. <laughs> I like I haven't even seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> Neither so, have like, I, so I don't really know where you're coming from. <laughs> I've seen like enough YouTube like clips of it on YouTube that's like, okay, I get like these are the character some of the characters and like these are how they talk or this is how they talk, not these are how they talk. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that anyway, so Mark, you like some <laughs> you like blankets? Well, I was just gonna ask you that. What is your oh relationship to blankets especially living on your own fracking love blankets i got one wrapped around my keister right now yeah hey how would you how would you describe said blanket uh it is uh soft and fuzzy af Mm -hmm. and it is warm and cuddly and yeah, great. And it's a big enough size that I can use it to engulf my entire body. 
Like it can go from like, I can like have it wrapped all the way like around the bottoms of my feet and like up to my neck. It's an important distinction. Okay. Ain't nobody trying to use one of these crappy blankets that you get wrapped around the bottom of your feet and then you're pulling it up and it's like, oh, it goes to my belly button. So what, my arms are supposed to freeze to death while I take a nap? Uh-uh. That's no in- okay, so the re- the reason that I was thinking about this was just uh, not too long ago, Aaron's apartment was getting kind of cold. I'm not like a huge wrap-myself-in-a-blanket-person-all-the-time type person, mm-hmm. but I appreciate a good blanket. And Aaron got this Christmas blanket, a- another piece of festivity, uh, that is very much the kind that you are describing. Like It's like a you'd have to be very curled up for it to cover all of your body. I was purposely using it as a waist-up blanket situation. Mm, mm -hmm. Legs were no problem in this situation, but I very much enjoyed, uh, like, arms, like, almost like a cape, almost like, you know, arms holding it on the edges and then just folded around my back. Mm -hmm. That was very comfortable. Um, Yeah. But I definitely get the, like, wanting one that's full body length. Every once in a while I'm in the mood for that. But most of that would do that are for me meant for the bed <laughs> mm-hmm. it could be yeah but then just like take them off the bed and use them for happiness i suppose you could <laughs> i can't so, confirm you can so i want i want to clarify what is the actual setup of your blanket right now that you were referring to like what is it actually doing for you it's like i have it like wrapped around my legs and then I'm like sitting on a chair and so it's keeping my legs warmer and like I would love to have it wrapped around my upper body but I find that that like interferes with like sitting at a desk and not fidgeting with things while I talk to you because fidgeting Mm -hmm. with things makes a lot of noise. Okay so you're so you're in an old man blanket situation. Yeah kind of yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's how I think of that is like the stereotypical old man sitting in a recliner with like a thin blanket going from his waist to like down to his ankles (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) with slippers on. Got slippers on? No, I don't have slippers on. Okay. (laughs) No, my slippers are not in this room. I am currently sitting on a blanket, but that is because the office chair or the desk chair here. The uh, hydraulics are broken, so it's always at its minimum height. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which is not uh, good for me, so I always have to put something on this chair to uh, sit at a comfortable height to the desk. Yeah, too bad <laughs> Too bad you're not getting phone books anymore. You, now That's you have to right. resort to blankets. Well, ar- I, would, I would argue uh, with a lot of certainty that sitting on a blanket is way more comfortable than sitting on a phone book. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Typically, it's two pillows stacked up, but those pillows went from being just generic decorative pillows to now being Christmas pillows, in that we mm. got new covers for them. Mm-hmm. So those are... Aaron, Aaron hasn't told me this. I've just decided for myself that they are off-limits for, um, for booster seat use? duty. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I just find... I just find blankets kind of interesting. I don't really know why, mm-hmm. but part of it is growing up, all blankets were just blankets. My parents had not tried to instill in me a real difference between different types of 
you know, basically rectangular bits of fabric. Okay. So, uh, growing up, our beds did not have comforters. They had blankets. Mm-hmm. I guess a quilt I would consider different even at a young age, but that was specifically because of, like, you would hear or read or watch about old ladies doing, like, quilts out of, you know, mm-hmm. patchwork stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that doesn't quite reach to what an actual quilt, uh, an actual quilt is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Just, like, everything was a blanket. And then... I think it probably wasn't until I like went to college that I learned that no, apparently people like to have fancy words for all these different things. So, for example, you used the word "throw" when reading the comic, and I have no idea mm-hmm. which blanket you're referring to. These are all just blankets to me. Oh, maybe I was... the checked one is like closer to a quilt, but I have no idea what you're talking about. I I wasn't talking about any specific blankets. I was just using multiple terms for mm. blankets to satisfy all the listeners in case so no one felt left out like I didn't say their warm square of fabric used on a couch to keep you even warmer term. Gotcha. Do you so. do you make such differentiations or are all blankets the same to you? I make differentiations definitely between like a comforter and a quilt. And then, like, blanket, throw, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other words. Okay, what's a throw? Teach me. It, I think of it just like a, it's, it's like a blanket. Oh my god. (laughs) You just said that you differentiated between those. (laughs) No, I said I don't differentiate between the rest of these that I am listing now. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, I misheard you. So blanket so, plus everything that follows, I keep in one box. But blanket, quilt, and th- blanket, quilt, and comforter are all separate. Okay, I can get behind that only because that's what I've been trained to do at this point. The only quilt, that, but that's the thing. Like I'm not convinced that I could pick a quilt out of a crowd necessarily. Um, there are some that are obvious, but then there are some that like. I don't know. I guess that it could be a quilt. I don't really know. Um, the only reason I know that mine is a quilt is because I purchased it at uh, something that the camp that I worked at does, which is specifically called a quilt auction. Mm-hmm. Reasonably implying that if you purchase something that looks like a blanket, it's most likely a quilt. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I, I run with that one. I call that one my quilt. But uh, I only call things comforters. Okay, this is the other confusing thing. Um, we have a comforter, as I think, I think it's a comforter, um, but Erin's listening to something, so she's not going to correct me, uh, but the thing that goes around the comforter is a duvet cover. Yeah. But it's not a comforter cover, and the thing itself is not, often, I've never heard it called a duvet, but it's a duvet cover for a comforter, or it's a whole, or is the, or is the duvet, the thing on the inside of the duvet cover, the thing on the outside, and when you combine a duvet and a duvet cover, do you get a comforter? I or is think, this a comforter a different thing? <laughs> I don't know. I think like I think of duvet as just like an old timey word for comforter. Okay. And for for whatever reason, people just I guess comforter cover sounds really dumb, so they just stick with duvet cover. <laughs> Probably because like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I have I'm no purposely idea. Purposely like, refusing to Google any of this because I really like don't want to ruin it by googling it. Yeah. Um, I, I just enjoy the speculation in this case, but that all just seems so weird to me. Yeah. 
I've never thought of that, but that's so true, though. Maybe maybe a duvet is just like a comforter without like a nice outer shell to it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you need both parts for it to be a comforter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But interesting. Yeah. Man, blankets. We have so many blankets. Th- this was... This is why I'm most excited to move into a bigger apartment where we'll have, like, a couch and stuff, is just so that not all the blankets have to be, like, in a very small space at, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Instead of it's like, oh, we have, like, five blankets on the bed and one on a chair or whatever, it's like, no, we can keep the bed blankets on the bed and other blankets can find elsewhere to be. Mm-hmm. That'll be a very nice change of pace. There can be, like, a home for the blankets and then when you need one, you can go get it and then put it back when you're done. Yeah, they really are like a roaming band of um, fuzz uh, in this apartment. It just sounds ominous. A roaming band of fuzz coming to take down criminals in a city near you. Or keep their keisters warm. Exactly. I was was going for something more like that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Like, there are spots for them, but then they get, you know, you use a blanket and then... It rarely gets put back the way that it should be. And so mm-hmm. then you just get a big... And this is why I dislike the really big ones being used for something that's not the bed. Because when they're on the bed, they're likely going to be outstretched to their full form. And then that's mm-hmm. how they will remain. Mm-hmm. But you like fold one up and then you try and use it for something else. And then it's like a whole thing to fold up a blanket that's like bigger than you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Versus the one that I was using today. It's only half my length. And it's just a joy. It's it's a it's a sincere joy to fold it up when I'm done with it because it is so simple. Just like a single fold is enough. You just need to fold it in half, and then it's like already uh, down small enough that you could just drape it somewhere, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just a joy to fold it. It is, <laughs> in comparison to the big one. <laughs> oh. And then you throw in like weighted blankets into the mix. Ugh. Ooh. Don't even get. Yeah. Oh. Much more unwieldy. Like, they're great. Yeah. They're great for what they do. I'm glad that they exist for people who, who like them. But, you know, you, you have to, like, really hoist it up. Mm-hmm. And they're just real dense, obviously. It's uh, almost uh, as if they're weighted. Almost. One, one might say more accurately, massive. Mm-hmm. Is it more accurate, or is it just a different way of talking about it? Well, remember, weight is a property of uh, gravitational force. Yeah, but, like, it's your experience of the blanket. You're experiencing the weight. You're not experiencing the mass. Uh, You don't know what I do with a blanket. No, I do know what you do with a blanket. You experience the mass. You don't experience the weight. I'm not backing down on this one. I don't care if I'm objectively wrong or not. No, I only use use my weighted blanket for a balancing scale. Hmm. Yes. Is this to what? What are you? Uh, oh gosh, I gotta. I give me a sec. I gotta think of something that I edited in to make it sound cool. I have a weighted blanket on one thing and a car full of watermelons on the other, and I'm doing a math problem, and you don't need to listen. <laughs> no, don't need no, to bother you, me. You have a weighted blanket on one end, and then mm-hmm. you have a uh, a woman on the other end, and if they weigh the same, that means. That she weighs the same as a water. blanket, yeah, and that means right. that she sinks, or yeah, floats in water, which means she's made of wood, which means she's a duck, which means she's burn the witch. Yeah, that's right. You got it. 
I know I wasn't uh, right, but I love that. That was very fun. Yes, it is. Ben the witch! Turn me into a newt. <laughs> I got better. Well, I'm just going to quote that tomorrow at work. Uh, and there's, I have a couple coworkers who love... Well, at least like, you have a... You, you can use a relevant quote. You can just walk around and ask people, who are you who are so learned in the ways of science? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Some, next time someone starts talking out of their keister to me, I'm going to say that to them. <laughs> Alrighty, I don't think I have anything more to say about blankets, so. I'm just glad we started talking about Monty Python jokes, that makes me happy right now. <laughs> I think I kind of needed that tonight. Oh, I'm glad to be of service. So, we have Speed Bump by Dave Coverly. We are in a Neolithic age... Uh, a couple of cave persons chilling out on a rocky floor. There's a, a fire off in the right part of the f- uh, frame, barely visible. A woman is sleeping. Well, not, not sleeping. She's lying down on something. It's relatively unclear what her head is on. It could be a block of cheese, uh, but it's most likely like... <laughs> Just a pile of fabric that she wrapped up. And she has a blanket, a, a cave person type blanket uh, on her. She's facing away from who is presumably her partner, who is standing up behind her looking rather confused. And he's asking, sleep on the couch? What's a couch? Yes. <laughs> so, Mark, in our, we've gotten a bit away from this, but and this isn't really a good time to get back to it, but... <laughs> I'm going to say, just scroll down and I want you to read the first comment, and then I'll actually go on to what I wanted to talk about. Um, so am I reading, so did you click show all comments? Am I reading oh, wait, the one by Graphics more? or by JT Viper 7 Oh, I just saw JT Viper 7 I didn't even notice there okay. was another one. They they always, now they pick, like, the top comment, oh. show that, and then you have to click show all comments to actually see them all. Jeez. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done this. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, JT Viper 7, whose avatar is of, I don't know, is that like an old woman wearing sunglasses? I honestly can't tell. I'm assuming uh, that's JG Viper, or JT Viper 7. One may assume, but you can never be too safe on the internet. They're wearing a Rams uh, hat. They made this uh, excellent comment almost 10 years ago. Fred Flintstone sleeps where he wants. Yes, he does. Anyway. Well, Ma... <laughs> You just took all the air out of my sails, Mark. Come on. And, and I'm just really hoping that we didn't talk about this last week. And if we did, I have a backup idea. But okay. Just let me know if we already talked about this. Mm-hmm. So I've recently felt, I've recently noticed that I've been living like a caveman for years uh, in one aspect of my life. I okay. just came into possession of, actually, I'm going to ask you a question first. What do you use to brush your teeth? An electric toothbrush. Okay. But not I a just fancy one. I, I'm not to... using like a Philips Sonic here. I'm using a $3 Oral-B uh-huh. uh, one, but yeah. But it, it makes noises and goes buzz when you brush your teeth. Yep. Yeah, that's an apt description of it. Yeah. I just got one of those and holy cow, I've been living like a caveman. Doesn't it make like, you feel clean? <laughs> it works so much better. <laughs> like... I honestly, I don't think I noticed like how long I was spending brushing my teeth because I would brush my teeth definitely longer than two minutes. Mm. And 
my teeth were still very much not nearly as clean as they are now, and it's wonderful. I don't understand why it took me so long, and I feel like such a plebeian fool for not making this life change earlier. No, I mean, I'm the same way. I got one because on a different podcast several years ago, they were talking about how great electric toothbrushes are, way better than you think they are, even cheap ones. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I've never been great with oral hygiene growing up. I was never very good at it. And I don't know what clicked in my brain, but but between, like, getting an electric toothbrush and stuff, like, I've been, like, super on point now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, it feels good to know that I'm actually doing my teeth a service compared to trying to brush manually uh, and, like, probably pushing down too hard and not getting things properly and everything. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very wonderful. Um, so that's kind of the main thing I wanted to share. And I mean, it's just like, that's totally oh. good. Hey, hey, folks, uh, get your loved ones... Uh, Electric toothbrushes of stocking stuffers. A three to five dollar one from uh uh Walgreens or CVS is as good as anything. Uh or treat yourself and get a more fancy one that's like rechargeable and stuff. Lots of mm-hmm. options out there. Take care of your teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I see cause I got it because I went home for Thanksgiving and I asked my parents for one for Christmas and they're like, We're not getting you a freaking electric toothbrush for Christmas. <laughs> Dad's gotten two free ones in the past, like, year, and they're just sitting downstairs. You're going to take one of those. I was like, oh, sweet. Okay. Hmm. So. Good deal. That's my life now. Yeah, I mean, you know, Halloween was a bit of a letdown this year, uh, but in this uh, season of treats and everything, take care of yourself. Get an electric toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Your dentist will thank you. Or maybe they'll curse you because you're taking away their business. Maybe, maybe, but I doubt it. I think they'll just be happy for you. Yeah. Actually, do you think, do you think, I mean, I don't want to go too over time, but, uh, or the time that I allotted for this for Aaron, but do you think that dentists, like enough of them are nice enough that like, if for some reason people figured it out that they'd be like, you know what? That is good. I'm happy to find a different job because, uh, teeth cleaning has become so efficient and everything and people have actually decided to do it i know that'll never happen you know Mm -hmm. just like anything but how many of them do you think would go kicking and screaming and and tell you that they actually you do need them for these other reasons Mm. i feel like they'd just all become orthodontists then (laughs) fair enough (laughs) i feel like they're maybe i'm just totally wrong on this but i feel like they're pretty close or like similar adjacent and so i honestly like, have no clue now that i'm saying it i'm feeling like maybe it's further apart than i think now that i'm thinking about like the things involved in both of them i don't even know what the difference is really but yeah yeah i don't know i guess maybe you could say a dentist is concerned with taking things out of your mouth and an orthodontist is concerned with putting things in it i thought orthodontists were concerned about like moving things around in it Oh, I okay, guess like, fair enough. I guess I always think, but I think of it as they, they accomplish that by putting things in your mouth. Okay, okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. But we won't find out. <laughs> not not on this podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> Go do your own research, people. This is what we think. <laughs> Next week on Comical Start, Grant records Something an episode totally while different. at the dentist and getting his teeth cleaned. <laughs> the audio oh, is yeah. better and more consistent than normal. 